Welcome to the Graybeard Podcast. This is Bruce Buxton. I'm your host. I'm the founder of the Graybeard Podcast, and I'm so glad that you came again today to listen. You know, I recognize that you have a, a choice uh, every time you go and, and uh, pull up your podcast app, and uh, you can look at anything you want, you can listen to anything you want, and I'm grateful that you have come time and time again to listen to these episodes, uh, my thoughts on becoming the best version of yourself. Before we dive into the episode today, which I think is going to be a short one, I just want to encourage you, if you've been served by this podcast, to please share it with your friends, family, colleagues, anyone you think could be well served by it. Um, If you would like to subscribe, it's always a good idea. If you don't want to miss any episodes, you can do that um, by uh, when you go to the Apple podcast um, app, you can just hit subscribe and then you can also hit the little bell that will give you a tone every time I drop an episode. Also, as you know, I like to communicate with uh, my listeners. And so if you have an opportunity, you'd like to communicate with me, please do so uh, through email. You can do that at bruce at thegraybeardpodcast.com or you can DM me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. I'm on both platforms and I will get your message if you DM me. I've gotten several messages that way and it works pretty well. So feel free to do that. Before we get started though, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Graybeard Challenge that's coming up uh, this winter. And as you know, um, I've chosen to do a Spartan race. Now, um, I've got a new coach. I've got a coach and he's gonna be involved with me in uh, preparing for these, this race. Um, I think that uh, I need to reserve uh, a little bit of my enthusiasm, though, until after I've had my first visit or two with him. Um, He's going to give me a baseline uh, fitness evaluation, uh, let me know if I'm prepared physically or if I can make up the difference to be able to run that race in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, the end of February. Um, After listening to him and having a call with him, my gut tells me I may have to put that off a month or two, uh, depending on... uh, on what's what, what, what he finds out when he and I have our first session. One of the questions I've always had about these uh, obstacle course type races is I, it, it appears to me when I watch them, it takes quite a bit of upper body strength. And I've always been a little bit weak in the upper body. I have pretty massive lower body and, and lots of strength uh, below my hips, but uh, above my hips, not so much. And I think there's a lot of lugging and lifting and pulling uh, that requires not just strength, but endurance. Um, and so I, I suspect there's going to be some questions as to whether or not I'm going to be prepared for that because it does take a bit of time to build that kind of strength in your upper body. So we'll see. Um, stay tuned. However, I do want to, again, put another plug in for the Graybeard Challenge Mastermind. And, uh, and I really, really, really want to ask each of you to search your heart I haven't had any takers yet, and it's been disappointing because I really, really want to have this uh, mastermind slash coaching session once a week for eight or 10 weeks uh, preceding uh, this Graybeard Challenge and whatever challenge you have set for yourself. You know, it could be a professional thing. It could be a family thing. It could be a spiritual thing. It could be a physical thing. It could be health in other, other ways. It could be eating. Um, there's just so many ways in which you can challenge yourself and do something new and, and step out there and have new experiences. And I think having a, a mastermind group or uh, what I would call uh, an accountability group 
would be very helpful for any of you who want to do something like that. So I really want to put a plug in for that. My, my uh, thoughts are that I would start that in the evening on January 4th, that's a Monday, and that would be our first call. And that our calls would be on Monday evenings uh, sometime in the range of uh, nine o'clock Eastern time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, which would be 6 p.m. Pacific time. Do the math, Bruce. And, uh, and I think that uh, if you have any desire to have that kind of a relationship with a coach and or accountability partners, this would be a great opportunity. There's no charge for this. There's no uh, money changing hands or anything. This is just something I want to do as a service for those who are listening to the podcast. And I think also it will help me as well uh, to prepare for my challenge. Now, I think let's dive into this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about intentional living. So hang on and let's discuss it. Today, I want to start a new feature on the podcast. And that feature is to read some quotes from some of my favorite books, or some of the books I may be reading at the time, things I think will be helpful to you and to me. Um, today, I've got a quote from a book called As a Man Thinketh by James B. Allen, and he was a, a preacher in England around the turn of the century, is my recollection. And this little book is uh, something my grandfather gave to me, and it's, uh, it's a pretty, been pretty, uh, had a pretty big impact to me on my life. This is from a chapter called Thought and Purpose, and it's on page 41 if you have the book. A man should conceive of a legitimate purpose in his heart and set out to accomplish it. He should make this purpose the centralizing point of his thoughts. It may take the form of a spiritual ideal, or it may be a worldly object, according to his nature at the time being. But whichever it is, he should steadily focus his thought forces upon the object which he has set before him. He should make this purpose his supreme duty and should devote himself to its attainment, not allowing his thoughts to wander away into ephemeral fancies, longings, and imaginings. This is the royal road to self-control and true concentration of thought. Even if he fails again and again to accomplish his purpose, as he necessarily must until weakness is overcome, the strength of character gained will be the measure of his true success. And this will form a new starting point for future power and triumph. Now, notwithstanding the fact that this is uh, written, um, it's kind of, the language is kind of archaic because of the, the fact that it's, uh, it says man instead of man and woman or woman all the time. That's pretty kind of off-putting. But the concept, I think, is really true there, that uh, we have to have a purpose in life we don't have a purpose in life, then we wander. And when we wander, we're weak. So I just want to throw that out for your consideration today before we started the episode. I looked up the word intentional in the dictionary. And uh, what that says is it's a purposeful or deliberate action. I think about that idea. Um, to be quite honest with you, I've done a lot of um, I've been involved in a little bit of scripture reading recently and, uh, and many places throughout the scriptures um, that phrase uh, intention or intent or intention comes up and it's clear from the teachings of, uh, of Jesus Christ that uh, it is important, not just what you do, but why you do it. So 
I want to talk about the difference between living and intentional living. Now, I really have to, to say that um, throughout my life, I think I've wanted to be someone that had really strong goal orientation and uh, who had um, a lot of discipline and who marched ahead on my, on my goals um, with uh, un, unwaveringness, uh, unra- unwavering um, straightness, you know, moving toward an, an objective that I had. But if I'm really honest with myself, I know that's not the case. And in fact, I would venture to say that I have been so very blessed because I don't know how I got to this point in my life of being so unintentional. Now, certainly what I don't want to do here, what I don't want to sound like here is like I'm preaching because I'm not preaching. You know, we're in this together and I'm finding out that I have a lot to change and a lot to work on. And honestly, I'm figuring out just like you are. You know, frankly, I'm disappointed. Honestly, a part of me, I'm disappointed that I've taken until I was 58 to figure out that I need to live more intentionally. It's kind of a little bit discouraging from one point of view, but on the other hand, it's kind of cool, actually, that I am figuring it out. I mean, I've got a lot of life to live, and I think the premise of this podcast always has been that um, that we can do things great later in life. You know, we have a lot of resources. So one of the resources I come to this time in my life with is a, a better understanding of what it means to be intentional about life, and I've got a lot of people to thank thank for that, and uh, and the scriptures and and uh, the other experiences I have. But nonetheless, I'm coming to this from a place of humility. Like I, I know that I need to follow the same program. So what I've, what I've come up with today, just to finish this podcast up, is I've got five tips on how you can develop an intentional life and how you can, or how we, let's say that, how we can develop an intentional life, becoming intentional about the way we live. So here are the five tips I've come up with. Now, the first one is pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory. And that is you should learn study intent. You know, I, it might seem like a simple thing, but uh, studying what it means to be intentional could really round out your, 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 your ideas and your, your way of going about this. If you can get some ideas from other people on what intentionality means to them and how they've gone about um, changing their life from a random living life to an intentional life, that might really help to have something click in your brain or something that would that could really um, help you to, to get your experience just right. There's a really good book that I intend to read. Notice I use that word intend because I, I'm trying to be more intentional in my life. I intend to read, I've read some excerpts on it and I think it's exactly what I need. It's a book called um, Intentional Living, Choosing a Life That Matters. And that's by a fellow by the name of John C. Maxwell, a very famous uh, management consultant. I think after you read that book and after you've studied intentionality, maybe you don't, don't even have to read that book, but after you've studied intentionality and you know, gone to the dictionary to other sources to figure out what intentionality means and how you can apply it in your life, then ask yourself some really important questions about how intentional you've lived, right? And that should take you to step number two or to the number two tip uh, about intentional living and developing an intentional life. And that would be to discover who you are, like unflinching and honest, discover who you are. Ask yourself some very basic questions about who you are. Let me give you a couple of examples. One would be, 
what goals have I accomplished in my life? I mean, unflinchingly honest, look back in your life and say, okay, ha have I set goals? And what goals have I, have I um, actually achieved or accomplished? Tell you a funny story. One time I was leading a group of people at church and I asked them for goals for their organizations um, over and over again. This went on for months, actually. And one fellow, I finally, you know, said, hey, pulled him aside and said, hey, can we talk about this? Um, you know, I've asked you for goals now for three months and you keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. You know, what's up with that? You know, what, where, that, where does that come from? What do you, what, what's going on? And he looked at me and said, you know, frankly, I don't really set goals because most of the time I just disappoint myself anyway. And so this person had given up really one of the most important tools that we have as human beings, the ability to see the future and accomplish something based on a decision to take certain actions based on certain stimulus and do certain things that will lead us to a place that we want to go. And he's given up, he gave up on that because he'd failed. So, so sometimes we need to be really honest with ourselves about why we're not doing what we need to do, why we should be doing something differently than we are. We can ask ourselves questions like that, like what goals have I accomplished? And if we haven't, be honest with ourselves about, about what they are. You know, we could ask ourselves, you know, what did I want to be? What did I want my life to turn out to be? What, what did I want to be when I was a younger person? And then ask yourself, well, how have I turned out? You know, how did that, how did that work for me? You know, and be really honest with yourself. You know, did you turn out to be the person you wanted to be? If you didn't, then why? Ask yourself why. What led me to the place where I am today? Like, write down those things that either stood in your way or actually promoted you getting to where you need to, needed to be. I mean, you're one of two things. You either became the person you wanted to be or you didn't, right? Write that down. And then ask yourself one overarching question at the end, and that is, can I say that I got here on purpose? Now, I'm being honest with you, I cannot say that I got to where I am today on purpose. And that is honest as, as honest as I can be. Now that honesty really, really begs for another behavior that I think is absolutely, without question, has, you have to adopt if you're gonna make this work, right? If you're gonna be that unflinchingly honest with yourself, then you have got to promise me and promise yourself that you will accept and love yourself right where you are, right where you stand as who you are today. You know, there is only one thing that cannot change. Like everything in our known universe can change except for one thing, and that's the past. There's not one single person that can change anything about the past. Now you can change your present and you can change your future, but you cannot there is no possible way that you can change the past in any way, shape, or form. You can lie to yourself about the past, but you can't change it. So why wouldn't you just accept it and love yourself in spite of it? You know, frankly, you cannot build and become something else. You know, if you heard my episode a couple of weeks ago, I talked about becoming the best version of yourself. And that one of those most important things that I mentioned in there that you have to do to become the best version of yourself is, is to really accept and love yourself for who you are and where you are. If you can't do that, then you don't have a foundation upon which to build. That is the sure foundation that allows you to build and go forward. That would be like uh, creating a foundation that um, is made out of materials that you didn't know whether or not they were gonna 
stand up to the weight that you're going to put on them. And then you put a whole bunch of weight on them. You know, that doesn't make any sense. You know, accept and love yourself for where you are. And then you can build on that. If you, if you can love yourself and accept yourself, then you can move on to the next step. And that's step number four or tip number four, whichever way you want to look at it. And that that is, I think, one really important thing you could do is you could take a year. You know, this is not a race, right? You could take a year and you could learn and practice to live intentionally. Now, think about that for just a minute. You know, everything we do in life, you get better at it when you practice. You want to speak French? The more French you speak, the better you become. If you want to be a runner, the more practice you have at running, the better you get at running. If you want to have a better relationship with your spouse, you practice behaviors that bring good things into your life, that bring peace and that bring joy. You practice and you get better at it all the time. I don't think this should be any different. If we're going to become more intentional, why not practice? What does that mean? That means do small things. That means take a year and have intentions to do small things, to follow through, to, to keep the promises you make for yourself, to be intended to do something and then follow through and do it. And do that over and over again. Just make little tweaks, not great big things, just little things that you know you can succeed at, that you know you're not going to get stepped on if you try and do those. You know, as you go, as you go further into the year, add just a little bit more to that, get just a little bit more aggressive, you know, a little bit more ambitious with what it is you intend to do. And then, and then inevitably, you're going to fail on a few of those things. And that's not the end of the world, because if you'll be gentle with yourself, not be too judgmental and harsh with yourself, if you'll be gentle to yourself, then you can become um, very intentional. And the, in, the intentionality that you're building will by far exceed the small little failures you do. I, I like the idea of being gentle your, to yourself. You guys know that I shoe horses. And I, I remember going into a barn one time and there was this big black stallion and this farrier was in the barn, farrier's a horseshoer. And this farrier was in the barn and he was just beating the daylights out of this stallion. And I was thinking to myself while he was beating this stallion, there's nothing you can do to this, this puny 120 pound man. There is nothing you can do to beat that horse into submission. In fact, that horse is just gonna get meaner and uglier and more hard to manage the, the more you beat on him. Now we are the same way. Our inner selves are just like these big black stallions. And if you wanna beat that person up all day, you can do that, but it's nothing you can do to beat that person into submission. But you can gentle and love and build trust with yourself. If you do that, then you're going to gain control over that big black stallion that happens to be your ego and your inner self. Okay. Um, it's important. It's important. I think um, that you learn how to set intentions. Um, this is part of what you will do in this year long practice. If you don't know what setting intentions mean, it means all it means is that you take a look at the beginning of the day and you say to yourself, what do I intend for this day to look like? What do I intend to do with this time that I have? What do I intend to do with this relationship today? And tell yourself out loud, verbally, in the mirror, looking in the mirror, I intend to do such and such. My intention is that I will do this. My intention is that I will feel this. My intention is that I will bring this into the relationship. Look at yourself, set an intention. If you don't know what setting intentions is, there's another thing you could YouTube because setting intentions is big on YouTube right now. 
So uh, I, I would do that if I were you. So that leads us to the number fifth step, number five step. And that's next year sometime after you've had a year of practice. And that is find something, you know, look at, look at your life and decide where you want to change something, where you want to be more intentional, something big, something not so inconsequential as you've been, as you've been dealing with over the past year. Find something, the, the one thing that will make the biggest difference in your life. I remember I was exposed younger, young, younger in life to this idea that 20% 20, 20 of the things you can fix will solve 80% of the problems. And I think like if you just look at it in pure numbers, let's just say you fix two things, they solve 80% of your problems. Um, that could be the way that you look at this. Look at this, you know, you intend to do something that will cause an, a disproportionate amount of whatever it is you're trying to get happiness joy peace love whatever it is you want um, feeling good um, you know feeling good about yourself um, confidence whatever find out what that thing is that will make the most difference in your life and then and then go about intentionally making that happen all right so so let me just review those really quick let me just go back to the beginning okay the, the number one thing is to learn intentionality learn about what it means to be intentional Okay, and the number two thing is to discover who you really are. Be really honest with yourself and discover who you really are. And then you got, you've got to accept and love yourself where you are today. You can't build on that foundation unless it's actually certain and strong. So you have to love yourself. And the fourth thing is take a year. You know, just take a year and learn how to be intentional. Practice living intentionally. And then last but not least, you know, look at your life and figure out what one big thing will make a huge difference. That if you lived intentionally, that intention would turn into a, a real change in life that would be good for you. I'm going back to the idea now. Just want to review really quickly the concept that we are, uh, as older adults, we are just so full of, of resources and talents and, and the, all the things we need to become the very best version of ourselves. That's why I'm here on this podcast. It's because I'm learning how to become the best version of myself. And I'm dragging you along with me. I hope, hope we're not dragging, kicking, and screaming. I hope that you're coming along willingly and that we can work together on this. But please know that I'm not preaching. Please know that I'm here to encourage and to inspire and to help you. Now, um, the, I believe very much that if you, if we together learn how to live more intentionally, that we're going to be able to accomplish the things we want to accomplish. Get up every day, set some intentions, and become the person that you really want to be. I want to close today by just talking about briefly uh, tomorrow on Friday. This, this I'm going to release this episode Thursday night. On Friday, I'm going to be meeting with my uh, Spartan coach for the first time. And uh, we're going to do a baseline fitness. And so I'm also going to do a little recording there. And we're going to have a Gray Beard Out of Bounds podcast episode coming up the first of next week. And that will be part of that episode will be um, that coaching session with, uh, with Dave Kane, my new Spartan uh, coach. And I think you'll find it very interesting. I hope you'll find it very interesting. And I hope it inspires you to figure out what you want to challenge yourself with, where you can push the envelope, where you can do something hard that inspires you to be more confident and, uh, and, you know, develop a little swagger in your step because you're doing these hard things. All right, everybody, this has been a, a really important episode for me to, to make some decisions about living more intentionally. 
I hope that if you if you listen to this, listen to it again if you don't quite feel it, because I think it's all there for you. And I think this is something that you you can really get behind and it can really make a difference. If you're already an intentional liver, liver, that, that sounded wrong. If you're a person that that lives intentionally already, then bully for you. I'm so proud of you. And I know that you can continue to accomplish great things later on in life. So Take it easy. You have a good night. And uh, I'll get back with you uh, early next week with another episode of The Graybeard Out of Bounds.